But also there is a book I read and it's amazing and I'm going to give it to you. I don't know if you read it yet. I'm going to read it to you. Which book? Untethered Soul. Ooh, I've heard of it. Yeah, you should read it. Like, you should... I have it. I'm going to give it to you. But um, at one point in the book, the guy is like, you do realize that people, instead of... Instead of, like, yeah, I think... I don't know if he was talking about fear or being uncomfortable, but he was like, people build their life in a way that they don't have to face the things they're afraid of. Ooh. Like, they just build everything around them so it protects them and it, they will just not be exposed to the thing that, you know. So that's, that was like, oh, I don't want to yeah. want that. Yeah. It, it protects them, you said, right? Yeah. Or they think it protects them. Mm-hmm. So they, like, if, avoid every possible trigger slash... Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's something... Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because... Okay. To avoid everything that you're afraid of is a perfect way to to be anxious all the time. Because in avoiding fear, you tell your brain what you are like. You tell your brain who you are. You tell your brain what your characteristics are and how you feel with your actions, partly. So when you avoid fear, you tell yourself... So let's say you're afraid of spiders mm. and every time you, you avoid spiders, you tell yourself that spiders are scary because look at myself. I just ran away from that spider. So clearly it's almost like you're, you're looking at yourself from a third per- person's perspective. You're like watching yourself on a TV and you see you're trying to understand yourself and you see yourself running away from a spider. Right. And you don't know you don't know anything about the world. Let's say you're like a baby watching watching yourself as a grown woman running away from the spider, then you make interpretations and you're like, oh, fuck, s- spiders are scary. Because look at me as an adult. I'm a rational adult, right? And I just ran away from that spider. That must be a really... That must be dangerous, that spider. Yeah, and also it's a feedback because then you're safe. When you run away, you're safe. So you're like, ah, oh, see, running away saves me from the... Right, you were, you right. Know, what happened? But, but you also tell yourself, I'm, I'm an anxious person. You tell yourself that you're weak. And by contrast, when you face a fear, you tell yourself you're strong. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. You don't know what... Is there something you disagree with? It sounds a bit harsh. What? What sounds harsh? The thing you just said. The, the fact that I just said that when the, you avoid you your fear, you tell yourself that you're weak? Yeah. How... How does it sound harsh exactly? I don't know, just the word weak is like too mm. strong. I feel like that's just... Okay. Maybe some... Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Let me, let me re-articulate, rephrase. When you avoid the fear, you tell yourself you're not capable of confronting your fear. Well, you tell yourself... you're not ready yet. Sure, you're not ready yet. Yeah. That's a more positive spin. I don't know, I'm trying to be more loving towards everyone. Hey. So this is like, that okay. was really harsh. It sounded really harsh. Fair, fair. Well, like, thanks. that's not what I would tell a person in therapy. You know? No, 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 no. Yeah. Fair, fair. Well, I mean, it depends on your communication style and the way that they receive it. Yeah. But ultimately, I was just communicating openly and honestly. Yeah, so. and of course, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, but it's just because today I went for a run, right? And yeah. I, I, this is, uh, I went for a run and my friend and I, uh, Kieran Keys, Matt, if you're listening, what up? <laughs> we we kind of just started 
not really competing, but keep keeping ourselves, like showing ourselves, we have this app uh, where we uh, show us, like we track our runs and then we post it so both he and I can see each other's runs and it makes it a little bit competitive because you're like, okay, I want to improve my score and stuff. Mm. And today I recorded a run and I did my fastest run that I think I've ever done this morning. Hey. It was, Congrats. thank you. Yeah. And I, I really pushed past pain. I was really pushing past pain and I finished that run and I felt so fucking powerful, mm-hmm. so fucking strong because I took pain and I was telling myself through my actions, I can fucking handle it. Mm. And like pain and fear, I would say, oh, things that your brain can perceive as threats. And so when you can take a threat, you feel strong. Like someone, let's say, someone punches you in the face and you don't even move. You don't feel strong. <laughs> well, I think, like, I have a more gentle approach because I'm also way more sensitive and way more, you know, maybe feminine or whatever, like, you know. So I completely get what you mean. But for me, it's always, like, it's not, I wouldn't phrase it that way, nor I feel it that way. For me, it's like, oh, like I stood up or like I, I, I was honest, like, that's good for me, like, that's brings me closer to myself mm-hmm. it's more I don't know it's less like, uh, it's more like uh. <laughs> you know what I mean okay but honesty when uh, honesty often requires courage yeah and I'm, when I do so, it I'm like yo look at me high five but then it's yeah. not like oh I'm like let's fucking go nobody can move me I'm, I'm like, uh. <laughs> like oh, I'm, I feel closer to myself I feel I feel mm. more yeah, I feel like I'm honoring the core of myself that I don't even like know what it is, but like it feels right, like it feels aligned with whatever I'm supposed to be or whatever, you know. Or maybe you and I are saying the same thing I in different words, because you're saying that it's bringing you closer to yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are fucking strong. I don't know if I want to be strong, babe. Like, you know, not if you want to be strong. I don't know. It kind of yeah. No, I want to be gentle. Doesn't it require strength to be gentle? No, it requires love. I don't think so. No? Like, it, it no, okay, no. It requires, like, setting boundaries, and it requires being open and honest and communicating and, like, speaking up for yourself and knowing when to say no and knowing when to leave some relationships and knowing where to, where to, I don't know go out because you like just understanding what is good for you and bad for you but I, I don't I don't think that's strength that may be but I don't know I think it's just being like yeah honest with yourself I don't know the way I see it, it it's all like we're gentle like I don't want to there's nothing I want to force now like there's I just my New Year's resolution was is will be the, the, the day I die to be honest and I'm doing that and that brings me closer to me, but in a gentle way, like in a loving way. Mm. Yeah. And th- I would like to explore this because it feels to me like there's something about the word strength that doesn't resonate. Maybe it's just like in my mind it's too like masculine, connected mm. to like you, you know, like pushing yourself so you, you go through the pain and I'm more of like sitting down with the pain, closing my eyes, feeling it through and then moving into it. And That's strength. Sorry to tell you. For me, it's not. I don't know. Maybe yeah, sure. Like yeah, whatever. Just words. Like it doesn't. What is that? It's absolutely nothing. Okay. 
but it's I, I don't know for me it's it's not it seems it feels more gentle than the word the word strength like you know hmm. captures I don't know I cannot you know what I mean yeah feels gentle because you're not um, having a fist fight with someone but instead you're sitting on your couch and feeling the sadness in your body mm-hmm. but isn't there like a little fight going on inside you when you do that little resistance that you're fight that you're not fighting don't you have to endure some some type of discomfort when you do that when you feel yeah, sure. shame yeah kind of like Okay, so to give an example, my like music, you know, thing is connected to memories, blah blah blah, you hear a song, takes you back, you're like, ah fuck what do I do with my like I feel things and I don't even know what I feel and what do I do with it now? So you just what I do now, thank God for my new therapist, because she's amazing and like I wouldn't do that I, I, I always knew that that's how you sh- you're supposed to go through things, but I never like had the boss to do it because exactly because of this point when you start doing it first, like you close your eyes, you let it, you know, just let yourself feel, and then everything grows at first. And like for me, it's not just like, oh, I'm a bit anxious. Like, no, no like, I, I hope my whole body is like, I don't know, like alive and, I don't know, like filled with electricity. And that's the scary part. But then, if you truly like let it like go through you, it just comes away and then it's so beautiful and then the same song like you can hear like hear that song and it's you're like happy about it and you feel you know what was the thing about the song i'm just saying that, that that's what how, like i had an example of when a memory was triggered and it triggered like shit ton of emotions in my body it was a song that triggered. yeah yeah okay yeah. Mm, yeah yeah and and you said that it triggered a feeling and then you had the courage to or the gentleness as you would <laughs> from it Thank you. Thank you for using my language. <laughs> you had the gentleness yeah. to accept that feeling. To feel it through. And feel it through. And then it actually, it grew. So some people might be hearing this and be like, well, I don't fucking want it to grow. Let me not accept it then if it's going to grow. No, but like that, that's what my therapist said. She was like, do you realize that every time you don't feel something through completely, like you just put it aside and it's just growing with other shit that you just left aside and you're kind of trying to distract yourself and just try to, you know, imagine, I mean, pretend like there's nothing there. Mm. And by the time you're 30, you're like all fatigued and you don't know why because you have all this bullshit that you have been not processing for a while. And every time when you do feel it through something, like completely, you're healing. Like you're healing. Yeah, you're just healing. You become emotionally healthy because emotion is energy in motion. So by nature, emotion passes through you Mm -hmm. and when you don't feel it like you said it doesn't like your therapist said it uh you put it aside you don't get rid of it you have the illusion of getting rid of it but you actually just put it aside and in order for the the mechanism of emotion to function properly the way that it was designed to for it to be energy in motion not just energy stored in my body fucking me up in (laughs) loads of ways now and later it needs to be felt that's it it's kind of like it's just like feeling feeling the it's like emotions are stored in a room with a a door and someone shuts the door locks the door gives you the key right and 
It's like, okay, well, all you need to do if you want the emotions to pass through you and be emotionally healthy is just unlock the door and mm. let them and let them leave. But to unlock the door, you need to feel them. That that is that is what in this metaphor, unlocking the door is feeling your emotions. In feeling your emotions, you unlock the door and they are free to leave. I actually know a quote now. Ooh. <laughs> Shocker. Okay. Um, I was in, I was interrating this summer and like my last night out was insane and crazy and I found myself in this like random ass Milan bougie club, you know. And I was like, oh, woohoo, that's nice, blah, blah, blah. And then I looked to the wall, like up to the wall and it said, because the club was like Cavalli or something, I don't know, like from Roberto Cavalli. And he has a quote saying that if you ever find yourself in a cage, make sure it's not locked in the inside. No, yeah, something like it. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of what you just said. Wait. Yeah, yeah. You, you've told me this quote before, but, and I think I told you I didn't really understand it. I think that's that's how I, I saw it. Or like, because I remember I, I was like dancing and then I like look at the wall and I'm like, holy fuck. And I was just standing there. Everyone around me was going crazy. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. Like you, I think it's, it can be about anything. It can be like about communication. It can be a, a, about like you, you know, being in a relationship that are shit for you. You... Um, doing things that are bad for your body like it's you you know you lock yourself in some beliefs or you lo- mm-hmm. lock yourself in some whatever mm-hmm. and then you're like huh, I mean stuck but like you yeah you put yourself in there yeah exactly so it might so be good to rephrase why. that quote and okay. to say rephrase Cavalli let's go yeah yeah <laughs> sorry Cavalli <laughs> go ahead or, or, or yeah we're just contributing to Cavalli here we're just uh, <coughs> yeah everything is a remix we're not a product of influence Wait, what? <clears throat> we're just remixing things. Wait, That's yeah, we're doing a Cavalli remix here. Yeah. Um, when you're locked in a cage, mm-hmm. it's always locked from the inside. A lot of the times. I'm pretty sure, like, if you're five, you don't choose to be, you know, to be, like... To be... I wouldn't say like that's that that nah. Okay, well please express your skepticism. Give me an example if you want. Yeah, just like somebody that doesn't really like if you're five and somebody is giving shit about like giving you shit about how you look or something, okay no, let's say ten. And you feel better by yourself or your body or blah blah blah, like that's not really like you at, at 10 you're still at the point where people around you should protect you mm-hmm. so I don't think that's like a choice to be like oh I feel bad about myself now no that was like you yeah I don't know how many 10 year olds are listening to the podcast right now huh <laughs> I don't know how many 10 year olds are listening to well, the you podcast well you know what I mean you giving me an example if, saying, if, like, if there is one yeah. fucking well done for you for focusing on yeah. your growth so Amen. early you're, you're going three. places <laughs> But, okay, I get your point. No, yeah. What I would say to that is a 10-year-old still has a child's brain. I'm pretty sure I still have a child's brain, I guess. You know, I don't know. <laughs> why, why do you say that, that you have a child's brain? I guess my age, like, I'm still developing. You're 22. I think, yeah. I'm still developing. I know, but also, I don't know where I heard, like, 
Is it in some kind of... Basically, like, by the age of 35, whoever you, like, build yourself to be by the age of 35, that's where you're going to be for the rest of your life. I'm sure... I would love to meet the person who said that. Yeah, I don't know. I have Do you to, think that's gonna... true? Do you think that's true? I got the point of... I, I understood it and the way it was, like, explained. So I'm going to I'm gonna find that. Okay. Because, like, I, I would love to have this person listen to the start of this podcast to the point that we were making about how human human yeah. beings by nature are programmed to be able to change. That, that doesn't stop okay, at 36. but, like, there's things you can change, like, things that are changing, as in, like, your habits, like, the way you communicate, blah, blah, blah. But there are some things, like, you... If you like pineapple, you're gonna like pineapple, and if you hate tomato tomatoes, like why would you like? Maybe oh yeah, that's like, but why yeah. would you want to change what you like and don't like? Why would you want to? Yeah, change? I'm just say, saying like some things are like so innate, or like the you know, um, like the people you feel good about, or blah blah like that. Always, I don't know. Right, but but like a a fifty year old can change if they have the habit of uh, let's say just getting really angry at people for stuff that's like you know disproportionately angry they can change that right i think it was also meant in the way that like if you're used to changing and like growing or whatever yourself by 35 then you're gonna probably be still doing it you know later Mm. if you're just like not working on yourself by 35 it's gonna be pretty hard to start at like feels like you you, you want to defend this quote no i feel like it really made a lot of sense but i I agree like we can of course we can change and like whatever we say you have any like exception blah 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 like it doesn't nothing is set in stone like we're not spitting facts nothing is set in stone and and there is something about statistics that i have an issue with i would (laughs) say let's fucking go sorry math uh people (laughs) but um People, I, I think we're very much influenced by statistics, by numbers. When we hear, like, for example, let's say some kid wants to be in the NBA. Okay. And, and like, fucking wants it. Yeah. And tells his father, like, I want to be in the NBA. Right. Like, straight up, there's nothing else I want. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And his father wants him to be a doctor. Because mm-hmm. he thinks, like, oh, if my son's a doctor, you know, I'll get respect because I can live vicariously through him or whatever bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't really like the idea of his son trying to become a professional basketball player. Also, because he thinks, like, that's cute, but, like, you know, he's not going to fucking do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's being naive. He's being unrealistic because so few people who try succeed right let's say i don't know what the statistic is but let's say it's 0.1 percent of people who try to make it in the nba become professional basketball players in the nba let's say that's the statistic i believe that a lot of people look at that statistic and tell themselves if that is the number of people proportionately who try and succeed, then that is the chance I have of mm. making it in the NBA. Mm. If, that, if that's what typically happens, that means that I have a 0.1% chance of making it in the NBA. I have a really big problem with that. Because what happens in the world isn't a reflection of your potential. 
another question you could ask is why why do you suppose these people didn't make it in the NBA? Well, my my geography teacher in high school always used to say like, small lie, big lie, statistics. Small lie, big lie. Statistics, yeah. Statistics. That's, yeah. So statistics are based on because lies. of the thing you are saying, yeah. Hmm. Because it comes from a lie that. What do you mean exactly? It's like you can have like you know it, it's a how do you say like small smaller small you know smallest. What is that? Like the comparison of three things. I don't know how that is. Called. I don't know. In language. Yeah, you do know. <laughs> it's basically like you have small lies, then, you know, the step forward is big lies, and then the biggest, like, the oh, biggest okay. step is... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I'm going to be honest. I don't really know <laughs> what you okay, mean. Okay, I'm going to draw it but, out or something. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. I, I do want to finish this point, though. Yeah. Like, why, why do you suppose that uh, the vast majority, that would be like, what, one in a thousand people? Why do 999 of those people not make in the NBA? Is it, like... Because we all have a... I'm not good enough in the core of ourselves that are just... That is manifesting in different ways and... There we go. Like, that's it. Wouldn't 900... Because why me? Like, why would I succeed? Like, right. why out of all people? I'm sure there's somebody that does it better. I'm sure there's somebody that knows better. Like, why me? Are, are you sure it's that? Isn't I'm it just because it's fucking hard to be in the NBA? I think it is hard to be in the NBA at, like... Probably super fucking hard. Like, and also yeah. you need to have, you know, right moment, right time. Imagine if there was like, you can exactly. Be, Isn't you it can all about the timing? Isn't it all about luck? I feel like it's half luck, half something else. What is luck anyway? Okay, we're yeah, not going to go into like that now. Free will, but determination. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for making that point. Nine hundred. Let's say it's uh, nine hundred ninety nine people have a thousand. They don't make it in the NBA. Yeah. But you could also do a poll, a survey, if you will, in the street and be like, do you think, and ask a thousand people, do you honestly believe, you connect them to like a, a lie detector mm -hmm. in case they want to lie, okay, I don't sure. know why. <clears throat> and you ask them, do you believe if you wanted to, you could make it in the NBA? If a thousand people were like, yeah, and the lie detector was like, yeah, that person's telling the truth, then it would be odd that only one person made it. But I don't think you would find that. I don't think a thousand people would tell you, yeah, you fucking know what? If I, if I wanted to make it in the NBA, I'd be in the NBA. Mm. You wouldn't hear that from people. You would hear things like, no, like, do you know how hard it is to be in the NBA? Mm -hmm. The vast majority of people are so, have such limited beliefs, so many limiting beliefs, that they would believe that it's impossible. And when you believe something's impossible, why would you go for it? It's like your subconscious mind that controls 95 to 99% of everything that you do in your life. Let's say it believes it is impossible for me to be in the NBA. And then consciously with your one to 5% control that you have with your conscious mind, consciously you're like, I'm gonna try and be in the NBA. But your subconscious mind, which is way, way, has way more influence on your actions, is like, this is impossible. So we're rational mm -hmm. and we're not gonna do what we're not gonna do what is impossible because it's a fruitless endeavor. It's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. If I believed it was possible, then yeah, I'd help you out and I'd make it happen for you. But I don't believe it's possible. So mm -hmm. you can try all you want, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow you to waste your time and effort and like maybe make make you look like a fool. Mm -hmm. Right? I agree with a lot of what you said, but but I have a 
like a, a I don't think it's like it's just that like I think yeah a lot of people do not go after what they want or feel blah blah because they don't they don't think it's possible they don't maybe want it enough they don't like care enough maybe you know it's easier to get dopamine somewhere else like why would you go for something that is hard blah blah whatever but then I really like the last couple of weeks months I don't know I, I'm realizing more and more how important like the fact that I can go after my dreams is because like I have the again I grew up in a family that loved me I have enough of like financial support that I can be here study what I, what I want I can afford food that is gonna make my body healthy I can read books that are gonna help me grow and like get get to what I where I want to be I can I have access to all this information I can talk to people I have so like again I have like it's not just what it's in my mind it's also what is around me like I was born into this specific position that gives me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have if I was born in somewhere else mm. so as much as I think it is up to us, it's also a lot up to us. Okay, so you're saying you're saying that actually you don't have control. Absolutely, you do. But like you have, like it's not. It's not like we all have the same. Like we're born. Like we all can't have all, the same possibilities of where can we end up in life. Okay. Like okay. Don't. So for for someone else who was born in a different place, had different circumstances, it would be impossible for that person. If you're born in, uh, let's say you want to be an NBA, uh, NBA player, but right now you have to fight a war, war like, I don't know, and you got an injury, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... Okay. You, you might be the best basketball player, like, ever, but right now you have to be... Yeah. Okay, do you want to get uh, personal? Me personal or you personal? You. Shit, yeah, go ahead. Ooh. What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, is is there anything that you know in your heart that you want to do that you think you probably wouldn't be able to do? No, I know I know I can do it. Okay, the so only the only thing I have for me is that I when I when you asked me the question, like my first um idea came to the like to my career because I'm gonna like I know I'm gonna have a family. I'm gonna be a shitty amazing mom. I cannot fucking wait. I'm gonna have a cute house. Like every you know everything is fine. Mm-hmm. The only thing I feel like I have goals at or like yeah, but for me I'm building two because I have still like the photography part and then the psychology part. Mm-hmm. So for me and the only channel is how am I gonna challenge not ch- channel. My, the only channel challenge is how am I gonna do both and how can I like combine them because mm. I don't want to do like half as one and half as the other so how can I yeah how can mm-hmm. I do both okay and what makes you think that you can't do both I just don't wanna I wanna be as good as I can be in both so dividing my time between two things instead of putting everything in one it's you know it's just like a f- loss of time or something I don't know. Okay. But I I I know it's possible because also like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be. Luckily enough, I have this voice inside of me, that, does my photography for me that I don't have to do it, so that's a plus. I just need to kind of. Yeah. So that voice can do the photography. You yeah. Can so the I just do psychology. It's like easy. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the only, challenge I can see. In okay. the future for me. 
but I would also be okay with me having photography only as a hobby slash something I do because okay. I, I would need to or not you would be okay with it or would you would you I, love it I think I would still create I think I would still do like photo, photo books I think I would still do exhibitions but I wouldn't like okay. need it to you know All right, I would we're still gonna, we're gonna do go it. deeper here huh? shut your eyes for me for a second should I okay wait I have to um, go make sure you're like close enough to the mic take mm-hmm. a few deep breaths just relax now let's pretend for a second here let's pretend that we're in the future and you're doing precisely what you would love to be doing what really excites you and really fulfills you you're doing exactly that what does that look like? I'm doing both okay and I'm have a baby in my arms oh, okay <laughs> lovely like really I, I cannot be, like I, I cannot tell you how meaningful it is to me to be able to help somebody and how meaningful it was when I was like trip sitting my friend and like that was insane but then on the other hand like when I have my camera in my hands like the world is gone it's not there's nothing it's just me and the voice it's just the voice actually it's not even me like I'm I'm not there like my body is gone like I don't I don't feel my body I don't feel my mind I don't feel any anxiety or nothing it's just the voice and that's it so I have one thing that connects me with some kind of universal creativity or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then the other, like, the helping part, the giving part, the sharing what you have learned from others part is just, like, a meaningful, yeah. That would be the psychology part? Yeah. Okay. Now, would you like to, because earlier you said, <clears throat> you said you would be okay with doing the photography just as a hobby. If you could do it as a job as mm-hmm. well, and uh, such such that you're actually doing photography and psychology professionally mm-hmm. and you're doing them both really well mm-hmm. despite the fact that you're doing two things mm-hmm. would you prefer that or would you prefer to do photography as a hobby no i think i would i would i would prefer doing it like both also because yeah, probably still, like, you want to, you know, you want to provide, you want to have things, you want to have a nice home, you want to have your kids, like, you want to have your kids, you want to give your kids the best life, and, like, they can have, mm-hmm. with boundaries, like, don't, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, take everything, but I can see, the reason why my mind is entertaining the idea of having, like, these two things, and not just, like, being, oh, I have to choose one, is because my uncle is a photographer, and he works, like, once a week and then like two weeks not and then he has like he goes to I don't know Dubai for two days should something has enough money for like half a year you know it's like once you're in the game it's easy you mm. just need to get there but I for sure I know that my soul would be sad and like would feel like it's not living its potential or whatever if I said no to one of those things even if it means that I'm doing one of them just like as a side thing, but I have to do it for me. It's not even like me. But you would prefer to do both professionally? Sure, yeah. 
but that can mean yeah but like you know like photography is not that serious like professionally could mean it could mean like having a huge studio and like you know having a system but like it also mean just people like being hey I like your photos. Can you take a photo? Like, can you take photos at my wedding when my friends are starting to get married? And that's also professional, and that can get you a lot of money. Yeah. But it's not. So I think because photography and like creativity in general is so flexible with what you can do, then it's easy. To to fit the photography around the psychology. Yeah, because that's more I feel like. But also that like if I were a therapist, like I could do like Zoom therapy, and that's like you know on Zoom, and I can be in Bali, and mm. then I'm just zooming my clients. Mm. So it's not that, yeah. yeah. I think it's everything is like flexible, and I love that. Yeah. And you can choose what you want because it's flexible. Yeah. Beautiful. I think you would be good in both. I know. (laughs) I I like the confidence. Yeah. (laughs) It's not me. It's whatever. (coughs) Do we do one more question? Or no? Um. What's the time? Let's see. 11.56. 11.56. I think we're going to leave this on a cliffhanger. Ooh, for next leave. time? Yeah, let there be a little suspense. We'll bring the cards next time I do an episode with Pika. Let's go. Pika, thank you very much for joining me today, for doing this episode with me. I appreciate the time and uh, your ideas and your your honesty. Love ya. Love ya. <laughs>